please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, this is Treasy. Hey, hey, this is Corey. This is Martin. Young Leezy. What's up? This is Jesse T. Yes, yes. And we are the Kind of Movie Critics podcast. First and foremost, guys, I just want to say that like our Star Wars podcast has done over 100 plays. Yeah. I know that's not like a big milestone, but it's kind of, it's our first hundred, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, that's cool. For We're getting me. a lot of likes. Getting getting a, lot of, a lot of shares. Yeah. I guess that's the social media terms. And yeah. if you like what you're hearing, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Right. To tell a friend. Yeah. Follow us on uh, the gram, kindofmoviecritics.com. Kind of Movie Critics. So uh, anyway, man, we, we, we talk about Black Mirror this, this episode, man. Mm-hmm. Black fucking... Mirror. Who put who, Martin put us on to it, right? Yeah, black. Uh, yeah, yeah. Martin, Not me. Martin put <laughs> me on the black mirror. Yeah, he put me on the black mirror too. Who put you on to it, Lizzie? I put myself on. Okay. <laughs> okay. I put myself on, and this is the thing that I've said maybe fifty times. Like I watched it two years ago, and I kept telling people to watch it, and nobody would listen to me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yo, this is real good. Watch this show," and they'd be like, "Yeah." And then when uh. Season three, season technically season four, I guess, because White Christmas was technically season three. Mm-hmm. But like when season four came out and everybody was like, yo, Black Mirror, it was like, I wanted to pull my hair out. I was like, I, I, I told y'all to watch this two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt bad when I finally started watching it because people kept telling me about it. I think Treasy told me, Coy told me. And when I finally watched it, I was like, okay, this is what you're, they were talking about. You're part about. of the group, though. We were late to the game, yeah. too. Um, and you were just late by, like, two more weeks. Later, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like we were ahead of you by, like, a year or two. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. should we explain what the show is? Or, yeah, I or, think you uh, yeah. yeah, explain. So, Black Mirror, in my opinion, is the Twilight Zone. But with a technology, social media, uh, futuristic kind of swing on things. So, it's an anthology show that changes every single episode and tells a different story. And sometimes they sprinkle in little Easter eggs to kind of connect things, but it's not meant to be like a true, you know, connection. So it's a really great show and I really like it. Right. Wait, so you don't think it's like all in one universe then? No. I don't. I, I, I don't I'm going to so. go with the ambiguous. Like, I mean, you could say yes because you saw two things in one in two episodes, but I don't think it's a literal. I think that's... Filmmakers yeah, throwing wanting stuff. just to connect things. Yeah, you're just connecting mm-hmm. it for the sake of having some fun with it. There are there are episodes that I think could exist in the same universe, and then there's ones that I think definitely don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen any connections. Maybe I missed these connecting points. What Hated episodes? In the nation and the entire history view. They they kind of did some of the same things with like being able to look at images of your right. And okay. Your, yeah. So and that that's the, uh, a connector. What for is it? The the soldier one too. Um, yeah, that's hated in the nation. No, oh, that's no. hated in the nation. No, is that's the, a soldier no. one. Yeah, but so what is it called? Episode. Uh, I I got I have the screenshots here saved. Mm. Are you it's, talking about the one with Kunta Kinte in it? Yeah, Kunta that's, Kinte. that's called Hated in the Nation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think Nation is like the hour and a half. Men one. Against Fire. Yeah, Men Against Fire. Men that's against what fire. it's called. Yeah, yeah. And it's important, like, honestly, for anybody who's getting in the Black Mirror, it is, it's kind of weird, man. The, the show, the episode titles are very important for mm-hmm. the identification, you know? And I, I don't think, like, I know when I reference 
when I reference like Twilight Zone, just because you said, you know, it's like Twilight Zone. When I reference Twilight Zone, I never reference like the name of the episode. I just always go to like what happened in it. Like, oh, the one where the, the ventriloquist, you know, he started, the guy was the van, you know, you just try to describe it. And then it just is what it is. But the show titles and knowing the show titles, the episode titles for Black Mirror is a kind of important thing. Wouldn't y'all agree? Yeah. I think so. I think they've taken the time to do the attention to detail and right. make sure that the, the title reflects what you're going to watch. Yeah. Interestingly yeah. enough, the reason that I thought that was called Hate of the Nation is because when I watched that episode, I know I'm not crazy, it called it no small thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I watched it before you. I'm very sure of this, but it's all good. Oh my god! <laughs> it says "Hated in the Nation." I like, does. I'm looking at it with you. Can uh -huh. I say I've just I've learned something about Lazy, Everybody, I want to share this with the group since <laughs> Go we're ahead, here. Share because I just I've, received the blunt end of it. I, yeah, yeah, I've learned something about Lazy. Lazy does not like being wrong. Nope, I sure don't. And if you kind of like even hint to her being wrong, she's going for blood. No, like no, that's no, no. her thing. I, I'm like, looking she at digs. it. I'm uh -huh. looking at it with you, and it does indeed say that. But I yes. remember it saying no. Small thing. Yeah. So I might, I'm so may or may not like have proof, eaten a cookie. Even with <laughs> proof, she'll never be like, you know what? I was wrong. I could, I could be, but I, I don't feel like I pulled that out of my butt. Okay. But, but IMDb doesn't even like really. Like it well, validates what you're saying. IMDb has changed, so I have evidence of seeing things change in IMDb. So I mean, why would you come to her fucking rescue, bro? He d he's not <laughs> rescuing me. I agree that that is what it says, yeah. and you guys all looked at it, um, and I just looked at it too. That is what it says. I'm just trying to get you to say I'm wrong at some point. In your I life. could possibly be wrong. <laughs> but see, I don't. I don't want that. I want you <laughs> definitive. I'm fucking wrong right now. I will say that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Typically, I don't assert things if I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, but. Because I will tell you, I don't know. If you ask me something and I don't know, I'll go, I don't know. Okay. Typically, if I give you an answer, right. I do know. For all for all the guys that have like dealt with Lizzie, could you please just DM me at Filmmaking Treasy <laughs> and just let me know that I know that I'm not wrong in this particular situation. All right, back to the... You want to hear somebody episode. say that I've said Absolutely. I'm wrong? Uh, no, I want to hear people confirm that I know that you never say that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> but anyhow, man. So, so um, Black Mirror... Yeah, the dark side of technology. What what are the favorite what are the favorite episodes out here? Like what are you guys' favorite episodes? You wanna go around starting with you? Sure. Um I gotta review the my favorite episode was San Junipero. Yes. That was my favorite episode. Mine too. I think that that episode just like the whole show has shown that different directors can take different themes, different ideas, different looks and feels. And that that episode felt so unique and so like I felt like that was that filmmaker's thing, and I just, I just really liked it. Mm -hmm. Like I just felt like they, that represented to me the best way. If if you had to only watch one episode, I would watch that one episode. Mm. Well, How far into that episode did you figure out what was going on, though? Because it took me a while. Oh, I think yeah. I figured out the direct. Like there's a part about halfway that the when she's at the bar looking for. The other girl mm -hmm. person goes, "What about the '80s? Have you tried there?" That's I mean, when that's I figured the, it out. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm not gonna say I figured it out, but I was a little like, "What do you mean? Right, go you find mean? the '80s?" And then that's when I was like, "Oh, we're going down the rabbit hole. Like, we're about to go on this little journey." So that's when obviously I knew something was up. But yeah, you know. what, what I liked about that episode was that it focused more on like the optimistic side mm -hmm. of technology, like how it can bring people together versus it. Very good point totally like destroying your life like most of the episodes i get, feel like 
take a downturn. At least the ones I've seen so far. I, I've only seen probably like a handful of episodes, probably like five episodes. It does so have far. one of the more happier endings mm-hmm. in a way. You know, yeah. like everyone else is kind of sucks for everybody in the end. Yeah. But. So do you think that the technology in the San Junipero episode was like a wink and a nod to White Christmas where they were implanting cookies to upload their consciousness into like a hard drive? Kind, I wonder if it's kinda. the same technology. Yeah, yeah. Now that, that one yeah. I could see some yeah, sort I of connection. Yeah. I try not to think about around. the connection. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, that's not something I, it just doesn't really. I feel like as I'm watching me. more, I feel like I'm looking for them because I feel like just the fact that it's the same guy, he writes most of the episodes, right? I thought it was so, every um, filmmaker. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were kind of like independent. I think the main Charlie creator, Charlie he, Brooker, yeah, he, he a lot. writes like most of them, if not all of them. Yeah, He's a so but I feel like he would try to connect yeah. them somehow, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. That was my favorite. Was it really? Okay. I guess for me, in my lifetime, there's probably been like three pieces of media that have made me like just sit in a chair and stare like for 30 minutes and try not to think about anything I just saw because it was just such an amazing experience or a devastating experience for him. Like, first thing I could think of is like Immortal Technique, Dance with the Devil. It's like an underground rap song. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing was the first time I watched City of God. Yes. And yes. the third time was like the first time I watched episode two, 15 Million Merits. Mm. Ooh. Okay, um, that's the one that was like the the, uh, the like American, the American Idol, Idol one. one. Yeah, yeah. That that was a uh, that actor man. He's kind of weird to me. He's oh, he's in the new um, get that on, new movie Get, get Out. out. Yeah. yeah, he was in Sicario though. Yeah, he was in Sicario. Yeah. Yeah, he was the black. He was her partner, and he was weird to that. And me too. I like how you stopped. Weird. He was the black. Yeah, they were trying to give him like a real name. Yes, yes. Like he wasn't—he wasn't just the black guy. Like, I mean, he was her partner, the black guy. He, he is the black guy. You know, started with—they're they're not really another one. And then you're like, exactly. uh, I got to come up with something better than. Oh no, that's not black. where I went. I'm sitting here adjusting the levels, and I can't multitask. That's what—that's that, what happened there. He was totally black. <laughs> I totally take pride in that. Shocking um, black. Um, right. Yeah, he's—he's. He's, I don't know, man. His acting is kind of... I don't know if it's his acting or his look, but there, I get it like an uncomfortable feeling when I see him on screen. His name is Daniel Kalaguya. Kalaguya. Yeah. Kalaguya. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Nobody else feels that when they watch him act? Like, it just, like, it feels uncomfortable? Maybe it's the role he's been playing? He's, like, in that particular episode, he seemed really creepy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what his motives were. He seemed like, like obsessed with that creep, girl. Like it's kind of creepy, but kind of obsessed, and you don't know if it's for the good or for the bad, you know. Yeah. So. Well, see, that was still for me in that episode because coming off episode one, right? When I watched this, I didn't know that it was an anthology TV oh. series. So I'm coming off episode one, watching episode two, thinking like, "Hold on, this shit is like way different." Uh-huh. Um, trying to figure out the connection point because I didn't I didn't read anything about the series. I just jumped straight in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was all the way weird watching it. I'm like, "Yo, this shit is like a left turn." Okay, but. Was it called Fifteen Million Merits? Yeah. That that was like a re- the episode one's fucked up. Like yeah, episodes one's. Wild. I went back and watched it, and I was just like, "This is wild." Yeah. I remember watching it like half sleep watching it the first time, and then like they said what they said, and I was like, "Well, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now." But like, yeah. well, basically, alert. episode one, the premise is that the princess has been there in England, and the princess has been kidnapped, and they want the prime minister. Um, to have sex with a pig on national television. Yeah. Or they would, like, threaten to kill her. And that 
it's wa- it's wild. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've met a few people that did the show backwards. And yeah, with the new season because yeah, it started. They've done it that's kind of how I'm doing it. And mm-hmm. they they ended on the pig episode, and I I don't recommend that as the first episode. I I Me see neither. why people don't keep going. I see why people yeah, don't. That, that, that episode's not a you good You're trying to call indicator. me sick. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's you not know, a good indicator. I think it's, it's, it's okay for people like us, maybe. Yeah, I think it's you disconnected know, like, from the rest of the But, like, the, the right. rest of just kind of your, for lack of a better word, your average TV person, it's, that, I think that episode's too much. But to your point, yeah. if you start off with episode, um, that first episode of the latest season, like, if mm-hmm. that was the first episode of that show, I wouldn't have kept watching it, the one with Bryce Nose Dallas Dive? Howard. That's a great episode. Oh, I love that. That's, like my, that's like my favorite. Well, I guess because the I watched. The theme is, is just so well executed to me. It is well executed, but me having watched the two seasons before it and the Christmas special. Okay. Then going back and watching that, I'm like, what is this cartoon candy but bullshit? It, to me, the, <laughs> the, the show, you can, it's different for everybody. Like, we all started with episode one, but some people have literally started with season three and mm-hmm. like, I think that's important. Like, it's just, it's a show that can tap into different things, which I really like. So, and I think season three did a much better job of having all the elements of what the show is trying to do in every single episode. Agree. Where I think the first two seasons were like, all right, this episode is only going to focus on this part, which is what the pig episode to me kind of only does. Mm-hmm. It only focuses on the dark side of media. Right. It doesn't really focus on like all the other things that all the other episodes try to focus on. So, right. But we, we jumped ship. Did you explain fully why you really like the episode? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even think I did. No. I, <laughs> I guess 15 Million Marriage was your favorite episode. Yeah, I guess it because I I like it because like with the normal Twilight Zone episode, it would end like after the part she goes like working porn or whatever, and he has to watch it in his room because he doesn't have enough money to like skip it. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps going. It's like this whole another epilogue, and I love the ending because like it shows you, yeah, he kind of he kind of broke out of that chain that like. That slave wage, that riding the bike chain, uh-huh. but when he gets out, he gets his own show. He's still in a box, he's like he's still, yeah, yeah. He's, he's still, still trying to get to go outside. Like he, uh-huh. that was just a mind fuck. It's like his girl is doing porn, and now he's in a box, and nobody makes it out. Like everybody's under this like oppressive regime. Well, like I just loved it. Yeah, I think that's a symbolism for the world we live in too. Like, yeah, absolutely. You think you're gonna get to a certain. Um, Status, or when I when I have this amount of money, or this amount of fame, or this amount of success, I'm gonna be happy. But you get there, and it's the same thing, just dressed yeah. up a different way. Yeah. Well, and, and then also to me, you know, what that really did was it it's, it spoke to ambition, I guess. Like right. when you're motivated to do something, you know, like you'll go to, you know, you you'll just, you just do it. Like when you have a, a certain motivation. You know, his motivation obviously was the girl. He wanted to save her from that lifestyle, yeah. and his motivation for that took him where he wanted to go and then it you know falls into well, what you guys are saying i like, think he more so wanted to like like when he like after what happens to the girl he kind of wants to destroy the system in a sense or at least awaken people to like what's going on so like this system could be, be could be totally like flipped or whatever or make something new right. and then when he finds out that hey i might have a way out like i might have a way to make make a better life for myself he takes it so mm-hmm. it's like it's a really sad and it's it's really similar to a uh, network to me too i was yeah. gonna add on that i i wonder if there's something to say about like i think what i like about the show too is like 
there is a high number of like all of the endings are like really screwed up. Mm. <laughs> like, and it's kind of it, it's horrible to well, say you like it. Like, it's like, oh it, man, it's it makes really... you question your own morality. Yeah, you know? like, like I question. I'm like, like, wow, that's fucked, fucked up. up for still feeling. You for know this? what though? Never. I feel like watching Black Mirror is like watching Cheaters. We're not in this for happy endings. And like watching mm-hmm. Catfish. We're not in this for happy endings. Like, don't you get yeah. mad when you're watching Catfish and the person is who they say they are? You're like, no, mm-hmm. I want no, this to be I fucked want, up. Yeah. A few episodes I and watched. Like, how <laughs> the more fucked up I'm like, yes. I feel like <laughs> so much better. Like, I'm just like, oh, that was good. Well, like, I think what this show does so well is it creates this whole concept of a digital limbo. Like, these people are in this hell, this digital hell, and they're not getting out of it ever. Yeah, and a lot of the episodes seem to end like that, and then they just keep going beyond the point where you're like, "Oh, we can't get any more fucked up than it is," and then it does. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> <"Hey."> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. That is interesting yeah. you say that because like that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. Everybody gets trapped in like this just hell that they can, they'll never escape. Like that. Uh, now I'm trying to think of all these endings. That's what it seems like. Everybody gets trapped in something that they can never escape. So oh, that's scary. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to watch some of those episodes because you, re, you, you I mean, obviously, there's a huge parallel to to today. So it's like you're watching these episodes and you're like, yo, it's, it's it, to me, it's almost depressing because, you know, that like we're literally if not staring this in the face, we're half a step away from this oh, sort of exactly. increase. like the Waldo moment. Which oh, I think God. is the worst yeah. episode. Yeah. Worst episode. Yeah, I, think I think it's so the too. worst episode. But I, I give it pause for like predicting the last year or the couple years. I can see yeah, that. Yeah. Agreed. What I like is how like psychological this show is. The fact that there's like a everlasting print after you watch an episode. Like the fact that Treasy, you cover up your little webcam on your uh, laptop. Oh, that was pre Snowden, baby. <laughs> oh, like, okay. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I've been I, I can but confirm still, that. But still, I, like the more I episodes I watch, I'm like, shit, I understand. Doing that before yeah, Snowden. I understand. Listen, I want y'all to. I'm doing that since like 07. Yeah, I want to go on record before that, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I, I want to go on record because Corey's the only person that gives me shit about this. But you notice I stopped yeah. because quietly I because you I've been woke bitch yeah. you know? <laughs> I, I, I put tape on my laptop yeah pre-snowden baby that's how I'm living P.S. I was thinking what ending got to me a little bit uh, the video game one play test play test yeah. oh that one was so good because you know what it felt like a lot of the things that happen to these characters is kind of maybe their fault in some regards like this guy really was like I just want to try something out and he got screwed. Like, he just really got screwed in the right. end. Like, right. I don't think he was a, a victim of our... what You know, some of the episodes try to show you that, like, we're a victim of our own desires. We're a victim of our needs as a society. But this guy was like, I'm trying to make some money, and I just want to try something real quick. What was yeah. the lesson there? Follow yeah. the damn rules. Yeah. Turn your phone off yeah. on the plane. I will say that. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't follow the rules. Yeah. And obviously, he did something to make money. Um, yeah. So you could say something about that, but I felt like he—I mean, for no lack of a better word—he got the quickest lesson. Yeah, literally got the quickest lesson out of everybody. Uh, so, Young Lazy, what what was your favorite episode? Um, so although Dom Hogleason is still everything, oh, it was Lord. not "Be Right Back." It was the entire history of you um, in the first season. Treasy's looking confused. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I just can't remember. What, oh, is that the one where you, they saw, they saw? Right. So they the, have a grain implanted in their brains yeah. that records all of their memories, and they can watch it back. Right. Cheater. 
Well, um, yeah. 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 And so that one, when I first started watching it, I was like, I have no idea what the hell's going on. What the hell is he being interviewed for? I don't know what's happening. And it was one of those things where it was like, you can't, I think the, the overarching message is like, don't live too much in an experience that you captured in the past because it will like lead you down a hole and don't go right. looking for things don't go looking for shit that you you know yeah. you, you're I looking mean, for shit you'll find you shit find but i was saying he was right i mean he was right but like it drove him crazy and yeah. so but i mean sh- did he have the right to know so here was the thing that i thought was interesting because i thought like okay he's in this interview and they're like well we're gonna have you do a redo and a redo was basically like you play your memories for other people and so as i go harmless enough like he just has to stay out of trouble and then, like, he progressively continues to fuck up more and more. And more. and at the point where he goes to the guy's house and beats him up, I'm like, okay, well, he's fucked himself out of the job. And it just keeps yeah. spiraling. Like, like mm-hmm. um, to Martin's point, like, there's a point where you're like, okay, this is what it is. And then you're yeah. like, uh, it's going to get more fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that actor, I looked his name up a moment ago. Let me see. I liked him. The, no, the, the I did. Yeah. And the thing the thing that's funny about that is I see people on these shows and they're like not necessarily big time names. I think right. um with the most recent season there was I would say with White Christmas and then going forward there was some more recognizable faces. Right. Yeah. But um up until then like I hadn't seen him before. His name's Toby Keeble. Yeah, Toby Kebble. Keeble, Kebble. Um and I hadn't seen him before this episode and then I immediately started to see him everywhere. Yeah, right. So I wonder if that was like um, was that what catapulted him? Yeah, maybe a catalyst for his career, like advancing. Maybe, or maybe he just was hot in the UK and I didn't know. Right. Watch a lot of UK television. I, I, I read an article that basically at the end of season three, they were like, we've gotten every up and coming hot actor from the actress UK. from the UK. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what budget they had, but it does seem like everybody in there is a hot up and coming actor from right. the UK. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say is I, I really wonder how big this show is in the UK. Like you know if it, if if Netflix picked it up for a third season, mm-hmm. does that mean it was struggling? Well, no, I, no, I think it, okay. it had to be doing good. Well, keep in mind like the first season because you know researching for this this um, episode, I didn't realize that the first season came back at, out actually like in 2011. Okay. So at the point where I was seeing Toby Hebel, like he probably wasn't that big of a deal even in the in the UK. Like I started seeing him stateside when I started watching it which was probably two years later mm. so yeah but I'm I, learning the British make some great television yes they oh, do, really do. Yeah. they really do I mean yeah. some of the stuff is just amazing well Luther oh, oh yeah Marcello was good like mm-hmm. Chewing Comes good. Amazing oh yeah mm-hmm. that's supposed to be coming back this month and I didn't realize how old that was either like, right yep agreed I yep. like the uh, the Night Manager that was I never technically saw British it, it's okay it's, it's, it's not it's not something you should, I'm going to say, go out and watch tonight, but it's right. not bad. There's also, there was a show that was on, I think it was AMC for a while, that had Mark Strong in it. That was, they, mm. they were redoing yeah. the American version. Uh-huh. Um, but what, the, Low Winter Sun? Yeah, Low Winter Sun. Mm-hmm. Even the American version, it was pretty gritty, because it had that one dude from Snatch that I liked. Uh, one of the black dudes, the Jewel oh, Robbers. Lenny James. Lenny James. Yeah. I really like him. He has really good presence to be like a small dude. Yeah. And yeah, and even that was like really gritty, you know, kind of like to to the show with Michael Chiklis, um, when he was the cop, the, the dirty shield. cop, the shield. It, kind of, it was kind of gritty on that level. And, um, but that came from the UK as well. And you're in the sci-fi. Do you watch Doctor Who at all? 
Nah, I, I keep just never hearing really got into it. I, I'm, I've literally never sat down to watch one episode, but I just keep People seeing articles of about it mm-hmm. from all sorts of websites that I frequent, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, this show must be awesome. Yeah. And also, thing like Netflix's first original series was House of Cards, based off of You're the right. BBC, yep. version. BBC version. Mm-hmm. Yep, House of Cards. I, I'll tell you a dope show. It's called a uh, Hustle. It used to come on AMC back in the day, but it started at um. It started on the BBC. It's basically about like, I think it's four con men, mm-hmm. um, and it's every episode is basically a con, like a big con, and you never figure out like what it is at the end. Like this show called uh, Leverage on TNT, like mm-hmm. totally stole their premise and like replaced everything with American actors. Interesting. Uh, I just that's like literally one of my favorite shows from my childhood. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, Black Mirror, they got the crown right now, as far as I'm concerned. But but so if we talk about Americans stealing BBC television, I mean, Twilight Zone was American television. And I'm pretty sure that was a reference for Black Mirror, you know, at some point. Well, I feel like Twilight Zone has been stolen 50 times. You have like Outer Limits and yeah. then Amazing Stories was the Twilight Zone, oh, which Spielberg yeah. did it. Like, yeah. I, I think it was up for grabs. Okay. Well, say no more. So you said your favorite episode was was what, Lizzie? The entire history of the you. The entire history of you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think I explained the premise of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, this guy um, has his memories where he can replay them, and he goes to a dinner party where his wife is. He's like picking up on some tension with his wife and another guy some at the sexual party. Sexual tension. Yeah, it's definitely sexual tension, mm-hmm. and he just continues to replay and replay and obsess about their interaction to the point where he finds something and then like his life unravels yeah. and he becomes murderous. So oh. did, so at the end, did he kill the baby too? I didn't I don't he, think he killed. I don't think he killed he? anybody. I'm pretty sure he killed oh, his he wife. Killed that was why he yeah. killed his wife. He pulled out his grain at the end. Yeah. I saw I remember him pulling out the grain. I don't remember him killing his wife. They don't show him killing yeah, his wife, but it's implied. Oh, it's implied. Maybe I need to go back and watch yeah, it then. It's implied he killed his I don't wife. I don't remember that. Because I remember the grain because you know at the point where he's having the conversation about the paternity of his child, because that's how fucked right. up his life got. Yeah. Um, he's actually watching it back, mm-hmm. so it's implied that he killed her, and that was why he had to pull out his grain. Hmm. Mm. I, I assumed he pulled out his grain because he realized that this is he the reason. He couldn't re- get his job. Well, that, <laughs> not, this is the reason why I've gone down this horrible tunnel of and it, of it might fuckery, be that. Yeah, you know, it might that. be that too. But I think. He, he, he realized. hiding something, yeah. too. Yeah, you know? I, I, I took what you took from that, Lizzie. Yeah, for sure. I got to watch this now because mm-hmm. I, I want to know now. But, but I, think, mm-hmm. I think it's very, you know, I think it's very well done to leave it open for interpretation because both of what you guys said made a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, no, and I didn't even think about it from that perspective at all, and you could totally be right. I, but that's, I was just like, oh, he killed that bitch. Notice mm-hmm. she didn't say that she was wrong, though. I just want to point that out. She just said you could totally be well, right. We're in, a, we're in a safe place. Yeah, I know. I just want to hear I have a life mission. I think mission. he feels a way because I'm not arguing with you. That's what it is. You know, I got yeah. two missions in life. Make sure that my daughter goes to college and make sure that young Leezy sees this. <laughs> so, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was I Jesse's was favorite? Here. What was Jesse's favorite episode? Well, my favorite episode so actually was San Junipero, but... Because it's amazing. Yeah, it's a good episode, but also White I think y'all Christmas. like it because it's girls kissing. No. That was a good part. It doesn't hurt. It has the 80s stuff, but also the fact that it was a positive story. I think that's what was kind of refreshing it was a love about story. it. Yeah. Uh, but White Christmas. White Christmas. Um, yes. Yeah, oh, my God. We're spirit animals because that's my <laughs> runner-up. Yeah. Except uh, I have a tie with White Christmas and Hated in the Nation. 
Mm. So, well, something I really appreciated about uh, the White Christmas episode was just the complexity of how the episode was put together. It's like three different stories all in one, and I think that whole concept of the whole digital limbo thing—it's so apparent in that episode, right? Um, and I think that's something that you know really left a really strong, of you know, profound kind of after effect um, after I watched it. Um, so so far, that's been probably one of the most. You know, potent episodes I've seen. So far. I'm gonna tell you, White Christmas has one of the one of the hardest endings to me, and I'm gonna ruin it for anybody who's about to listen. Yeah. But when when Homegirl when he asks who who can who can who am I blocked from, and she goes everyone, yeah. like I, I was like, oh god, how's he gonna, how's he gonna yeah. function though? Like he can't. That's what makes you. There's like that's I think there's that. What these episodes do is they they, they give you this whole feeling of so many uncomfortable questions that that it just implodes like Mm -hmm. i'm like how are you gonna function how Mm -hmm. are you gonna do anything Mm -hmm. like how are you gonna like be a human being he can't even like go buy food or like if if he has a clogged pipe like he can't call a plumber yeah you're gonna be writing down like everything for the like it there's so many like your life is over so let me ask you this like you're gonna kill yourself do you feel like what he did that the punishment was fitting of the crime. Because I felt like that was so... I admit it was a little severe. Yeah, I felt like it was severe. a lot severe because yes. ultimately, um, since you've already spoiled it, yeah, the bad thing that happens in the first part of the, the story in terms of, um, you know, he's... He's <laughs> like a date coach for one of those creepy... Have you ever seen like... Um, those shows where guys are nerdy and they try to get them laid? Like yeah, basically it's one. the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing, but it takes like a negative turn because they get him like to hook up with a chick and then she kills him. Yeah. I didn't understand how that was his fault. Like why they were punishing him for that because he didn't facilitate the guy dying. But you know, I mean, I think that connects, that's the, the constant theme is that it connects to things that happen in our real world. People go to prison now for things that, mm. you know, ah, okay. I mean, people Boy. are part yeah. of crimes today. That the, what do they call them? Accomplices? Accomplices. Yeah. I don't, I don't you know, see how whatever. he was an accomplice there. The only thing that I thought that he did that was kind of fucked up was that when it happened, he didn't alert anybody. He just let it happen. Like, he didn't want to be associated with it. Like, he didn't do anything to try to save the guy to call the police. Well, or, that goes back to this online connected like we think that we can just close our laptop yeah we can just and we throw our hands First up hard drive. And, yeah uh-huh. like we we can pull the plug and, uh-huh. and we're not a comp we're yeah. not a part of this you know like we're this digital crime thing i don't know i mean that's a whole nother angle but i mean i think that people think that though that they're they can do whatever they want from a digital perspective, and there's mm-hmm. not going to be punishment. Yeah. And I think that was the point: is that he was punished for his part in this. Right. Huh. That's a good point. And he, you know, if you look at it, I mean, yes, we think it's really screwed up, but he got to live. You know, the other guy died. You know, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't cause the guy to die, though. He didn't know that chick was going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, he didn't know that, but you know, but I mean, there's a lot of things that we. I mean, this this goes into the main central theme of it is like there are things that people do on social media and online connectivity that we don't realize is going to cause a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, what there, there was a Facebook Live shooting. You know what I mean? Like, oh you know what I mean? Like, locally. Yeah, local, locally. Local so it's like there are things that we don't realize that we're doing. So, I mean, do I think it was extreme? Sure. I mean, to but, your point, though, like mm-hmm. I, I watched Philando Castile die on, mm-hmm. on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't think that like his girlfriend filming that is should be punishable. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, but I get what you're saying. I guess mm. from the from the perspective of cyberbullying and they are now like punishing kids for that. Mm-hmm. Like if people commit suicide, they're punishing them for like harassment and like mm-hmm. um contributing to that, but they aren't physically there. Yeah. Um, you know, aiding in anyone's death. And that's been so the kind constant of angle is like technology is this thing that is is so powerful, you know. I think that's what the show is trying to show us mm-hmm. is that how much technology has become more than just electricity running through some wires now. Right. Know? So agreed. Agreed. I, I liked um, when I was listening to the creator kind of talk about um, the title of Black Mirror and kind of mm-hmm. where it came from and the fact that whenever we're done looking at our devices, you know, it kind of looks like a Black Mirror kind of like looking back at us. Oh, wow. And focusing mm-hmm. on that dark side of it, you know, it's like there's so much personal information in these devices that we hold. What happens when that information gets out? What happens when people see the real us that's kind of imprinted on technology. I feel like that's what... That I see your phone ain't got no case on it. That's yeah. naked. Yeah, okay, that's like, a little bit dangerous. Yeah, that dark side of technology. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good explanation, Jesse. I never looked at it like that. Well, that's what the creator said in oh, one of his shit. interviews. I'm getting you credit. Yeah. He said it. You know, a uh, show I always thought of, like, when I, well, once I watched White Christmas mm-hmm. and I watched this other show and I was like, wow, this is such a great companion to it is uh, Westworld, especially mm-hmm. the first, like, story because it's about, like, is it torture if it's an AI or if it's not a real human being? Mm-hmm. And Westworld is AI get torture, <laughs> torture, like, 24-7 yeah. on that show. So I always thought that was, like, really cool how it kind of, how... Uh, the guy who made Westworld, uh, the Nolans. Yeah, I don't know if they saw that episode, but it's how those same themes like run throughout both shows. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Good I, point. I, to piggyback off of Westworld and how it relates to the White Christmas episode, I, I believe you're talking about when they put the cookie in her head and take it yeah. out, and then they like basically torture it into submission. Yeah, I think that also speaks to like dehumanization and how once you stop viewing a person or a sentient being as human or equal to yourself that you're capable of just violence and uh, apathy towards it um, in terms of its own consciousness. I think you can talk about that (laughs) from a social justice perspective too, but but I won't get too deep on y'all. But um, yeah, I definitely gleaned that because that, that consciousness is taken from a human. So it's experiencing emotions which is right. different from, you know, a, a human-constructed AI, as in Westworld, we already know that it has the experience of emotions prior because it's that person's consciousness. It's from an actual person. Right. So, like, where, where's the level of morality there? And they just, they, they didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they just true. reduce it to you're not a person. So it doesn't really matter how much you artificially are feeling. Like, you're not a real person, so... I mean, by definition, you're not a real person, so it doesn't really matter how much you feel. But that's like... We do that to people. <laughs> like, okay, well, yeah, well, that's another topic. <laughs> I mean... I think, I, think, I think that's one of the... What did you say? Like, it's it's in line with part of the theme that... Mm. Maybe, maybe you're supposed to glean that. Maybe it's through my lens that mm. I'm reading that of, you know, dehumanizing another person's experience. And, and, you know, how that can create apathy for you. They definitely played on that theme. I wouldn't doubt that they show that, 
sometimes, you know, social media now allows us to look into people's lives. And because we don't know them and because we're not there, we don't care. And we can say and do whatever we want to these people. We can mean girl the shit out of people. Right? Yeah, we can mean yeah, girl the hell out of people. But like, you know, if you look at the the tweets or the Instagram comments of people that are famous, it, I mean, it's horrendous. Oh, my God, yes. crazy. But it's I look horrendous at people, stuff, but we don't know them, so they're not real to us. Well, they're real to me. And I honestly, like, when I see people do that, I'm like, how mm-hmm. much do you hate your own life that you have time mm-hmm. to do that? I don't, I don't understand this. Like, mm-hmm. that you have time to sit around and berate someone who doesn't know you exist. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get that, like. It's weird. Well, see, and I mean, but to me, and that actually, it's a good segue into my favorite episode, which is Nosedive, right? That and, was your favorite. Um, that was my favorite. It's a great, that it's was a good my episode. Favorite. It's and, a good and, episode. And, and the reason why I said it's a good segue is because I feel like that's what social media is about. Social media is like, you know, when you look at Instagram, Instagram especially, especially Instagram, that it's like everything is predicated around being noticed. So I feel like when people, when, 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 not everything, but like there's a lot. There, you know, obviously there's no, people I agree with for the you. Right. I'm just digesting what you said. Yeah. I made a face and yeah, you made so a face I back. so I thought I thought she was ready to contend. Yeah, I'd be ready to go into in the, in the in <laughs> ring with Lizzie, boy. Like we about to put put on some gloves, man, make it work. But um, I, I you know I feel like that that's what even when people make negative comments to celebrities and things like that, it is to get noticed. You know, because it's like you, yeah. Because I think that there are these microcosms in their big world, and how else do I sort of like, uh, you know, detangent like your popularity and waft it over to me somehow? And if I can't get it positively, because everybody else says positive things to you, then I have to like strike an anger chord with you, so that way you say something to me, and now I can screenshot it and show all my friends that I'm popping. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo, Jay-Z told me to go fuck myself. And he never, you know, he's smart enough to never do that because he understands that, you know. You can't give life to trolls. You can't give life to trolls, man. So, you know, and what I liked about Nosedive is that it's like we saw this we saw this lady, Bryce Dallas. Uh, is it Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard? Howard. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I liked her in this, man, where it's like she's, there's this facade that she's the perfect person you know and and obviously it, it comes off as completely artificial but i think it is artificial i think she knows she's not perfect but she's trying to attain perfection yeah, that's Honestly, the point. you know yeah. that from the beginning yeah do you see in the mirror when she's like practicing her smiles exactly. like you know from the first 30 seconds of you, the episode you know it's artificial but still nonetheless like she's you know she's She's externally living this artificial, ex- you know, this exterior to gain these likes because that's what means everything. Like, oh, people like me. Oh, you gave me a good rating. So now good ratings attract more, better quality friends. And, you know, she had the brother that was like the loser, quote unquote. And it's like it's exactly what I feel like some people do is they put on these facades and then she had to be stripped of that. You know, one good rate, one bad rating turned into questioning why she got a bad rating and then it turned into an attitude. And it, she just kept plummeting to the point where she realized, yo, fuck that shit. Like, that doesn't mean anything. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be me. Like, because being me is all I have right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too far in the like hole to get out of it. So now I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm, I'm like balancing between being fake and being, you know, 
whatever just to redeem my status. No, fuck. What, what, is, what did the status do for me? It got me here. You know what I'm saying? It's like perfection is too much to attain. That's why I feel bad for Ronda Rousey sometimes. Like, even though, even though you know, she talks a lot of shit. <laughs> we but jumped totally shit. I feel no, no sympathy for Ronda Rousey. Well, the, the, here, and here's why I say that is because, I mean, yeah, she talks a lot of shit, whatever the case may be. Once you make fun of someone for not being able to read, don't get me wrong, Floyd talks a lot of shit too, but it's, why would you pick on someone for not being able right. to read? I agree. Like I'm like, girl, sit down. No, I totally agree. And when she got her ass beat, I was like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree, but I think that there's some. I think that there's a lot of pressure into being perfect, being undefeated. There's a lot of pressure. To your point, you know um, what I'm saying. To your point, I think that that Ronda Rousey's a great example of grandicide and how you can't let likes and social media and people's perceived ideas about what you should be imperfect and everything has to be right in your life all the time people allow that to support their self-esteem oh, yeah. and it's not built on anything else they don't know who they are outside of this identity of exactly. fame and other people validating you know every moment with hitting the like button hitting the like button. right i was listening to it was a facebook video going around about millennials i don't know if you posted it i'm not sure but um, it talked about how your brain reacts mm. with like a little bit of like, like you do a serotonin, dopamine. I think. Oh, dopamine. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. they both they both are like neurotransmitter. There you yeah. go. They're they're both. I know which video you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't that, that. how we react to people liking our status. That it gives mm -hmm. us like a little a little shot of happy, like ooh, like. Yeah. <laughs> so and if they that's really the, like me. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing that your happiness is built on is other people's mm -hmm. approval of you. Once you don't have that anymore, man, that's so dangerous. Yeah, it is very much. But but I mean that that that's that to me is what made that episode so so real to me. It's like it's it's that that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people are really putting on these facades of who they really aren't. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, a documentary on Netflix called Generation Like, and I feel like that kind of sums it up where everyone is just focused on getting the likes right. and that instant gratification. Yeah. I think they did the that was one of the better episodes that showed me their world, the yeah. episode's world. Mm -hmm. Like in its it, it was very well developed. I could tell season three got more money. Oh yeah. Yeah, season three got a little more money. <laughs> For sure. And uh you know I, I'm big on the execution of the theme and the execution of it. Like there were just so many things that they did very well that were effective, you know, to show me their world. And they, it felt more realistic. Right. Like when I watched that, like other episodes I've watched, I go, okay, my brain kind of clicks over and goes, okay, I get what you're trying to say, but this isn't realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but like when I watch that, I'm like, I'm watching. We're living it now. I'm watching yeah. a slice of another world, and it's so well executed mm -hmm. that you know, it's they've covered all their bases. Like it's literally like this is the future. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's not one yeah. of my favorite episodes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just. <laughs> We're gonna let our freak freak flag fly here. Oh, <laughs> it was one of my least favorite episodes because really? it wasn't I'm fucked up enough. I, I hear every no. I'm hearing everything that you're saying. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with everything mm -hmm. that you're saying. I just wanted to see things get fucked up like they do in the other episodes. <laughs> and it, it, it it didn't end well, but it didn't end nearly as fucked up as some of the other episodes. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, what she was she ended up in jail. I mean, good yeah. good for her. But yeah, but she lived and, and like, she loved it. She was happy. She was happy. At, we're not in this for happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
But it's not. But socially, it's not really a happy ending. You know, that's not where you want to end up in life. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I love the speech at the wedding. I thought that was yeah. like that was that was her doing her good acting. That shit, whole you know, scene. she was just yeah. being a good actress. But. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, it was a, it was a very powerful episode for me personally. That that rung on a lot of different accords that hold true to today, in my opinion. So, well, do you want to go through some episodes you didn't like? Uh, we can. I mean, there's not too many of them, but we can. Yeah, mine was the Waldo one. I agree. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I just see didn't. how that could be annoying. I, I just. I, I just didn't think it was that good of an episode. It was kind of boring. Yeah, I agree. So, I tried to watch it twice. I fell asleep. Uh, I definitely didn't watch that twice. I. Uh, I kind of get the point of like we all we live behind these avatars and then we don't want to be known for exactly the avatar. But you cre- you created that monster, right? Like exactly. you make yourself a troll and then you're like, but I'm really but, a person. Yeah, I'm really a person. Yeah, exactly. It's your fault, idiot. So, yeah. Um, and then I didn't like the first episode, you know, for real. The big, mean, yeah, the big episode? Like it was grotesquely titillating. Like, it's it like one of those up. things that if you enjoy it, you feel fucked up for enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, well, I feel like the, the first episode was like all like shock factor. You're like, is this really going to go down at the end of the episode? <laughs> yeah. You're watching it to see and then you start thinking, I'm kind of fucked up, but I just want to see how it's going to resolve. Right. And then to Man, find out that yeah. they, they dropped the princess off like a half an hour before it yeah. even ended. Yeah. totally could have just not avoided that. Well, you know what? what nobody said anything. But what I did take from that episode that I liked was the after credits scene. Oh, yeah. Right. When his wife just... She wasn't with it. She wasn't with yeah, it. She was putting on a facade after that. Yeah, but it, like, it's like, oh, that was your punishment. Yeah. Like, it was, no know. good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that was, like, kind of, like, the prologue there. But but my thing is, like, as his wife... Okay, as a woman. Let me ask you this, Lizzie. As a woman, like, what, you would have told him not to fuck the pig, too? Or, like, I don't get it. I don't get why she was mad. And so, la- later in life, realistically, would you like want... you fuck a pig, you can't lay up. <laughs> yeah, but gonna, that's where I was gonna go. Like, um, I'm not. And then too, to have that those images, like I well, I wouldn't have been able to watch it, but just knowing that you did it, like I wouldn't have been. And then like, what you realize, like you he has sex with that like, pig for an hour, like bro, like how are you keeping a Woody that long with an animal? Like I, I would have, I wouldn't. I'm not mad at her. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, I'm not mad at her. I'm not judging her. I don't know that I could do that either. Oh, I just don't know what choice he had. Like, I, like I get, I get the 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 disgusting, you know, aftertaste that comes with that as his wife. But like, what choice did he have? So I think it's important to 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 think about like what he was actually facing. If he did not do that, right? If he chose himself. Over the princess, uh-huh. um, we know, and you know, in the end, dramatic irony that nothing would have happened, nothing would have changed. Right. But he didn't know that. But by choosing to save her instead of himself, what he would, what he would have been giving up is like, oh, I won't get reelected as prime minister. I will no longer be able to be, you know, the president of of Britain. Well, I thought that's really like, what he would have given up. His um, didn't his like aide or whatever to like threatening him like she they, they were going to destroy his life if he yeah, didn't do it. there was a lot more pressure yeah. than that it wasn't just but, about but, this, but in terms of destroying his life the thing that they could destroy for him was his political career oh they could kill him like they're the government yeah though. i mean they could kill him but i think that but would I mean, be a bit suspicious why don't we jump into he didn't know that obviously the daughter was not going to be harmed right he didn't what know if, that what if they were a hundred percent Serious. Do- serious. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. He's what? still he's still choosing to preserve his 
his quality of life, right? No. Well, I was going to say by... By saving her. By saving her, which just means fucking a pig. Right. Going against something that you believe in and doing something that's horribly disgusting. So, I mean... I mean, I don't know. I mean, put it on the table. Who 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 at the table got got kids? I got a kid. Yeah. That's not his kid though. Yeah. Not his kid, right? It wasn't his kid, you're right. Okay. It wasn't his kid. So I mean and, and if you had mind. to make a decision that involved the life and death of someone you loved and you knew they weren't they weren't playing games. Like well, can you be mad at it? Can you be mad at the guy? Let's put this into perspective here right. because she was a member of the British aristocracy. She was a princess. Right. Mm-hmm. In real life that doesn't mean shit anymore. Yeah, like they're course. celebrities. That's what they are. They don't have any real power. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have power culturally, which is what celebrities have in the United States, but they don't yeah, have yeah. any real power. Of course. So to make a crude comparison, if somebody told you to fuck a pig for Kim Kardashian, would you no, do Okay definitely. then. So <laughs> definitely not. I mean, and don't don't get me wrong, like Kim Kardashian is not necessarily well for Beyonce, America's sweetheart. Like no, you, definitely not. No. <laughs> but, 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 but we're taking out a very important factor, which was he was the prime minister, right? And he was under... He, he was under duress, he, yes. You're, yeah, he, there was a lot of implied pressure that basically if you don't do this, you, your life is ruined. And now you've lived... You're, you've bought your family to this quality of life that like you don't know what's going to happen if this is pulled from underneath us. Because that that, you know, that... That royalty hand, that royal hand, goes very far. Maybe not in America, but in no, they British have, culture. They have money, and culturally, that, that's the the aristocracy is important culturally. That that's like a lifestyle that you aspire to. So it's really a celebrity. That's what they are at this point. At a certain point, they had real power, and they have power of influence. But in terms of like. I, I, attainable power over the way that that country is governed, they don't. They're they're celebrities. I, I don't live there to know, man, but I'm just saying that it was enough pressure. I, I think if, if it just boiled down to being a, a celebrity, I don't think the decision would have been that hard. I think you're I think you're kind of like I think you're whitewashing it a little bit with how important that decision was like. I'm not saying that it wasn't an important decision. What I'm saying is in a situation like that is self-preservation or you save the other person. And he chose to save the other person, and he was fucked up either way. But see, I, I took it also that, like, one, it was a fucked up position either way. But I took it like the reason why he, was, he wasn't necessarily saving himself, he's saving his quality of life for his wife. He understands that, like... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. Like, believe it or not. I so mean, let me ask you, know, you this: you, if if you had to, I don't know, if you if you had to suck a donkey dick, like to save to save <laughs> some your quality no of life. <laughs> I'm gonna say no right off. Okay, but I'm just yeah. saying though, like, it, or not you, like if your wife had to suck a donkey dick to save, I don't know, President Obama, <laughs> and, like, and she did it, like, what what does that do for you? Are you able to be like, I don't care, baby? I mean, like, it's, come it's, on. It's for my wife, it's different from my wife. Of course, I'd say no, but as like a patriarch of the family not saying that that has to mean a lot or whatever but as a patriarch of, of a family i can see how that decision would be hard not knowing not i mean I, i'm an independent business owner man so like you can't i mean whatever throw it at me 
Fuck that. So, you know, not the dick. Donkey dicks? <laughs> <laughs> we can just throw donkey dicks. No, I mean throw I mean throw the punishment at me. Yeah. You know, it can't get, you know, I've I've seen lower. That was a nice setup. I did walk into that. Though. I didn't do it. Thanks, yeah, Corey. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Corey. Um so for me it's not that big of a deal, but people that have followed that life path and done things the right way to get to a certain level and then they reach that level and then your family is 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 you your know, legacy is threatened? Your legacy is threatened. I just I see how that's a hard decision to make. But so so for me, it's like the his wife to me lost credibility for not sticking by. I I get it. I get it. But she I'm treated a, him. I'm gonna piggyback in because if you look in the episode, yeah. it seemed like before the credits, the after credits, he was praised for what he did. Right. It seemed like he, they were like, "Yo, thank you." Like, well, yeah. thank you for fucking a pig. We no. really appreciate you. And then the after credit scene let you know his wife was yeah. like, nah. So everybody else was like, thank you. You, you, he you. He still lost something. You lowered yourself right. to for the betterment of everyone else. And and then the episode lets you know that your wife hates yeah. her. So I'm going to keep it real. He yeah. won at the end, man. Because if you can't fuck a pig and your wife has your back, then you ain't need that bitch in the first place. Let me just, oh, let's Treasy be the first to say She ain't had your back, bro. She's not going to stick with you after you fuck a pig. She ain't the right one for you, man. Bottom line. So um, this Waymer Shalise is not a ride or die by Treasy Death. Yeah, yeah, there you go, man. Now you brothers know, man. <laughs> go fuck a pig. Get her out your life. <laughs> Well, there's a couple other episodes we haven't talked about, if anybody wants to explore them. Um, what did you think about the White Bear episode? That was, that was, that was I was going to segue into White Bear. White that Bear is creepy. a strong episode. Yeah. Um, it's one of those episodes that's just good. I don't, I don't, I don't it's not the best, but I don't, I, I just, I like how they it's good. the tone, like just the whole people like filming you and you not knowing yeah. why, you're just like, it just... Very simply, it just creates a really unnerving feeling. Yeah. You know? And I think just like the way they kind of just drew out that suspense in that episode was really, really good. I, I mean, the fact that I just literally didn't know what was happening until like the first, until like the last three minutes of the. Yeah. It, it, to me, I was just impressed that it can. Like, I couldn't figure How it many out. How twists there were in that. Yeah, episode. it mm-hmm. was. It was very deep. Mm-hmm. But then to find out what she like, she. It was a drunk killed driver a and killed yeah. a child. Killed a child. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alerts. Crazy. Like we got to put I, an extra spoiler. Was she a drunk driver? Did she kidnap somebody? If you she haven't watched him. Black Mirror, yeah. you shouldn't really listen to this episode in any way, shape, or form. So. Well, it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All three seasons, like well, way too late to get I that thought it was funny. I, I watched White Bear with someone that is not really into this stuff, and at the very end. When she was screaming after getting her memory wiped, she, the person I was with was like, what is going on? Like, what the hell are you watching? Right. And it's like, that sounds like some agony. And I was like, it yeah, is. It is agony. It is. Like, yeah. this is the agony that this person is going to suffer. But did you guys feel bad for her? After you realized what she did, how did you feel about her character? I, mm, I understood it. I understood. I, 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 I just got how it got there. <laughs> so so yeah, I understood a, why she was question. in that situation, which made me really judge the people who were cheering on her suffering and mm-hmm. torturing her. Mm-hmm. Because that is a thing that we as society do. Right. Um once a person, you know, you feel they no, they're no longer a person to you. You dehumanize them, and then that became entertainment for them. So I felt like all the people who were they, she was like in a park, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the people in the park who were so obsessed with torturing her, I thought 
it was it was <laughs> there were no good guys in that episode. No, there, <laughs> there were none. Yeah, there were none. And the fact that this is developed in some sort of new form of entertainment, you know, right? That, that's what's kind of like sick about it, and it just kind of makes you think about just where our society is going. Well, that's you know what it made me we've think. We've been doing that. World star. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all that is. And mm-hmm. I, and by no way, shape, or fashion, do I want to play world star. We've but, been we've been touching yeah. that since the Running Man. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. what I mean, yeah. I, I mean a that's a, that's a that. common theme that's been, I think, for a long. I mean, even. I, I don't know because I wasn't there, but like a lot of old school movies, like a uh, Gladiator, Gladiator and Braveheart, show executions with people, right? Like as a like, spectator, as a sport. spectator well, you know, sport. Country lynchings were a spectator sport at yeah, one time. Yeah, one point yeah. wasn't there, but uh, <laughs> you see, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gonna pay? I understand. So I mean, <laughs> I think that's a that's a theme that never really goes away. Yeah. The, well, I think um, in those situations, even if we were going to talk about American lynchings, the people who were observing it as a form of entertainment, in their minds, what these people who were being lynched did or didn't do made was them... It was justified. Right. So, like, I, I totally agree. Like, to them, like, it, they didn't feel like they were doing anything wrong because they're... You, they're like, okay, well, these people deserve this. Mm-hmm. It's really sick. Well, I think I think that's that was the genius to me in showing the zoo because it's like that's what we do when we go to the zoo. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just observing these animals that are in this cage, but the, the, you don't know how they got to this fucking cage, and you mm-hmm. don't care to be honest. You're there taking your kids. Like it's it's. I think the setup is what made that important because we kind of fall, sometimes we fall victim to these institutions. I mean, we always fall victim to an institution, but the institution of the zoo or the institution of any sort of exhibition, like the, like the circus, for instance. Well, I'd say, you know I'd say what like saying? what you're putting me in the mind frame of is like blackfish. Oh, um, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know. I, again, I'm a nerd. I went to zoo camp and a lot of the animals that are at least in our local zoo, mm-hmm. they're not just like, they something fucked up happened to them yeah. before they got there. They were captured. A lot, and no, <laughs> a, a lot of those animals are hurt, or they may have been like illegally owned. Or Some like, zoos do oh. that. Yeah, they, your your life as an animal was already kind of screwed up. Yeah, so, you can't care for yourself. Yeah, so you being in this in a zoo is better than what you were. Yeah. You know. So I mean, so to me, like the even though the spectators were doing some wild shit, it's like I don't blame them. They were the institution of admission <laughs> to this particular zoo. Like, and it's no different than what we do. You know, when you don't know the entire I mean, you know the backs you just dehumanize them. You said it a few times uh-huh. in this episode. So I think that's the appropriate language behind it, dehumanizing people. I think what's screwed up about white bears is at the end when they're given like the uh uh, orientation to like the spectators, mm-hmm. and it's so casual. They're like, "All right, guys, you're gonna have a good time, and it's you're an amusement gonna, park. It's an amusement yeah. park. You're gonna be I over here." Just said that like for the past ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, but, like, like, I, mean, I mean, I was quoting them directly. Oh, you know, okay. I'm you, sorry. Go, go back to the quote. I'm no, sorry. I'm done. I fucked you that fucking up. dick. I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I understand. I was piggybacking on you. Well, you should, next time, shit. say I'm piggybacking off with you. Shit, don't make it sound so. Like it um, other episodes we <laughs> I literally haven't talked about. We, did we talk about playtest? We did talk about playtest. We, we didn't we, really we, talk about be right over. back. Um, uh, okay, which one was be right back? Be right back, the one with Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about be right so back. So basically, in that one, Dom Hall Gleason is killed in a car accident. Car, right? or it's implied. It's Im- well, not mm. he is killed. He's dead. 
No, I, I mean, I know he's Oh, saying, yeah, they I don't show you the car accident. Died, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, to Corey's point, he's right. Um, You're not wrong? I said he's right. Okay. We don't see it, so he's right. Okay. Good Lord. I has got to make shit weird. <laughs> so um, he's killed in a car accident, and his um, girlfriend, fiance, wife, what is she exactly? I don't remember, I don't but I, that's fine. That those girls, his woman, his woman, his. She's um, did she she finds out she's pregnant after he dies, right? Yes, maybe. Did I she don't find remember. out she's pregnant before or after she? So anyway, I don't in this remember. universe, yeah, of, in this universe, and she Black orders Mirror. the mail order. Yeah, so in this universe of Black Mirror, and it's one of those things that keep upping the ante. Mm-hmm. You can compile a person's social media and their emails to create like a profile an artificial version of them yeah. and it starts yeah. off you can chat with them online if you give a little bit more money you can talk to them on the phone if you give a little bit more money they send you like this weird ai body that can morph into the person and they can physically be there with the other person's personality it's not yes. that person's yeah. consciousness oh i i didn't realize we, I, you haven't seen any of this have no. you? Oh, 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 oh what have you seen everything only like a couple episodes i think I, i've seen like the episodes we talked about you should have stayed time. at home for this episode <laughs> i know have you, you seen i didn't so, think y'all were going through so all wait the minute, so wait a minute you haven't seen the pig fucking i've seen the first episode yeah <laughs> the pig fucking i know that's all you can describe it as yeah Okay, so I don't so know. Like, what do you Yeah, but your face was just like, oh my God, that sounds I, mean, awful. Sounds I looked good. over and I was like, oh God, he hasn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. But what happens is she's initially comforted by her dead dude's false, false presence. Yeah, yeah. And then it begins to freak her out, but she doesn't know what to do with him. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to destroy him because then she feels like she's killing her dude, but she also like doesn't want to keep him around because she's at a point where she wants to move on with her life, which I think is very interesting in the way that, um, like, she she invited this entity into her life, and with the expectation for it to love her, and of course it does because her man loved her. But then she doesn't have an obligation to love it back, mm-hmm. um, which is very like um, very much a parallel to the actual movie AI. Like yeah. she wanted the kid mm-hmm. to love her, but she didn't really love it back. It was a very self-serving yeah. kind of a yep. thing. And like, what obligation do you have to this being once you yeah. once it loves you? That's interesting. I think that has a du- a very direct correlation to social media, though. That you can be infatuated with something that you can't see or touch. You know, that's not the real you. That makes you me know? think of dudes sliding in your DMs. Dudes don't slide in my DMs, but I see what you're saying. They slide in my dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You become and just infatuated with something that's not real. Well, and I think that's know? that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to put this on anyone in particular, but I've seen that. I'm not going to say I experienced it, but, you know, we can pretend hypothetically <laughs> that, you know, people do that. They'll say, I want this person's attention. And once they have it, it's like, okay, I've done that. And they discard it. Well, what responsibility do you have to that person? That They don't know you exist. They're not paying attention to you. So other than entertaining yourself or having something to do. But, like, a lot of times... People forget that you are communicating with another human being. Uh-huh. So, what episodes episodes have you not seen, Jesse? A lot of them. I've only God. seen probably five. 
Well, damn it. We just ruined the whole damn thing. The no, only no, episodes I feel like we haven't talked about are mm-hmm. men, men Against Fire and Hated in the Nation. We didn't really talk about Hated in the Nation too much. Which I really like Hated in the Nation. So Hated in the Nation like made me think about our it's environment. Mo- it's a movie. Yeah, it's, wanted, a, it's definitely want, a movie. Yeah, yeah. it's um, not really an episode. More so than any other episode, I definitely uh-huh. agree. Uh, well, except for like White Christmas, but White Christmas is like vignettes. But yeah, but White Christmas is still only an hour long, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a little longer than an hour. I mean, literally, like Hating Nation is like an hour and thirty-seven type. It's it's like, dumb long. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I thought about like at be, in the beginning, it was very much like a a cool thing. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, they replaced bees, which is a real problem that we have that they were yes. able to solve with technology. And bees then... are on the endangered species list, as are they? Certain species, certain of bees. species yeah. of bees. Um, I think people don't realize how integral insects in general are to our ecosystem. I'm really terrified about that. No. As a, uh, as oh, a mailman, no I just want to say, fuck bees. <laughs> yeah, but you need bees. Fuck bees, so you fuck wasps. <laughs> genuinely terrified. Everybody knows in this room how I'm genuinely terrified oh, of bugs. No, no, no. Let's put the right word to it. Hashtag, he's a pussy when it comes to bugs. <laughs> They're really if, strong. If a butterfly flew in this room, I'd probably throw the mic down and, and be like, look. <laughs> you turn to Kim Kardashian? Look. <laughs> I'd be like, Jay-Z, you got to go ahead and cut. So, yeah, I don't like bugs. I don't I don't deal with bugs. Well, I think, too, but bugs serve a purpose. I, I heard on The Breakfast Club um, when they had, like, the whole Standing Rock thing, uh, how these Native Americans were t- saying, and it makes me think, because <laughs> I'm weird, that humans might not, you know, might be alien to this planet. They were saying that the human is the only species that our Earth can live without. If you destroy any other species, it completely shifts Mm-hmm. All the ecosystems, and one of the things that humans cannot live without is bees, and we find reasons to kill them, to kill them to and to them. not care. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but be, be, every bees can live without us, but we can't. We we literally can't live without bees. And so I thought that was interesting. Like in a world, in this universe, we've killed all the bees, mm-hmm. and then the bees start killing us. <laughs> oh snap! Interesting. I I just like the whole. Like, we, we touched on it earlier, was that social media, like, what you say is not so harmless. You know, that what you do online can have, real world repercussions. Can have a repercussions. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I thought it was very interesting, too, um, to think about the ways in which your intentions for something mm-hmm. can be used or manifested in a way that you never intended to harm people. Mm. One of the things that it makes me think about is like laws that disproportionately affect poor people and people of color on their face. Like when they, well, we'll talk about like the crime bill on its face. Like, you know, we wanted to make our country safer, but we didn't understand the ways that it would harm certain people in our country. It wasn't the intention. And that was the same thing with the bees. You, you didn't realize like that could be the end result mm-hmm. of something you never intended to go that way. It's a great show. I recommend everybody watch it. I think you should start with season three and work your way to two and one. Which episode do you think people should start with, Corey? Someone has asked me that, and honestly, I think you should start with Nosedive. I really do. Okay. Episode one. I think they plan that anyways. I, I just think that that has the most production value, and it encompasses all the things that we love about the show. And maybe San Junipero to some degree. But I think Nosedive is a little more direct. It's a little more clear cut versus San Junipero, which I think requires a little more, Mm -hmm. 
open-mindedness to it, whereas nosedive is pretty clear-cut from, from the first 30 seconds. So Okay. Yeah. For me personally, I mean, I, I think because it's an anthology series, just scroll through the titles, scroll through the descriptions, whatever, whatever floats your boat or whatever you're in the mood for, just stop there and watch it, man, because that's you'll receive it better that way. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't force yourself into a square. Just read the summaries and whichever one seems like it makes the whatever log line makes the most sense. Go for it. I'm, I agree. I'm a total sick puppy. And before mm-hmm. this latest season was um, released, I would always tell people to start with my favorite, to start with the entire history of you. Because uh-huh. it's very enthralling and suspenseful like as it goes on. And I, I like to see fucked up things happen on screen. So, <laughs> wow. I mean... I don't know. I, I just hope you don't land on the Waldo episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you, might, you know, that yeah. might be what you, that might be your thing. So that might be your thing, man. You know, every, everybody's thing is not everybody's thing. So. I, I, well, I think you should start with the first episode. Just because if you could make it through the first episode and still, like, want to be there, I think you're in. Like, you could finish You're meant the to rest. be here. Yeah. You're yeah. meant to be at the table. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point, too. Very well. Good point. Cool, man. Well, guys, man, thank you all for coming. And uh, thank you to the listeners for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Kind of Movie Critics, um, Twitter Kind of Movie Crits, C R I T S, and uh, we also have a Facebook page out there, uh, Kind of Movie Critics. Just Kind of Movie Critics, everything, man. So thank y'all for listening. And we call ourselves Kind of Movie Critics because we kind of are, and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.